0: Hey Welcome (laughs) Welcome to the podcast.
1: (laughs) That's good, thank you. So some people that I know put so much time into their hobbies that they don't wanna sit down and talk to somebody about it. They're burnt out from training or practicing or just being involved so much so long every day that they don't want to do more of it but you're totally cool sit down talk about your mma talk about how you started where you're wanting to go yeah okay so i got we got to paint a picture right because we're doing this audio there's no video and when you get introduced at the start of your fight they always want to know where you're from you from montrose Well, originally, man,
0: I came from Mexico, hence the name The Illegal Amigo. Okay. So that's kind of what, like, I started from, like, I was going to go in as the wet back from hell, you know, (laughs) because I I really like that name, and and I heard on a song one time, and I thought that was the most coolest shit ever, because, I mean, where I came from, you know, we got here when I was, like, three years old. How old are you now? Right now, I'm 28. Okay. So I'm I'm pretty grown up. I grew up my whole life here in Montrose, and pretty you moved much straight here. Yeah, my parents brought me over like any other Mexican parent to give us an education or like a purpose in life to really look forward to. So did they I mean, bring
1: you over legally?
0: No, illegally. So oh, uh, like really, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm no still shit. I'm still illegal, man. I'll speak freely about it, and then that's what gives me like the upper hand on some people to where like. They got the benefit of social security and all this. Like you can co-sign for whatever. To whereas if you're illegal, you're like kept from all this stuff. Well, you, you know, you can't get you like, can't. government aid or any of that. Exactly, shit. man. Okay. So you pretty much it's just you and your fucking hard work out there. If you get injured or something, you got to pay for all
1: that out of your pocket. You don't get no like Medicaid or nothing, man. You know, so there's nothing when you sign up to do these fights where you have to prove that you're. Nah, man. no nah, okay. i mean okay.
0: the, we had to find loopholes of, of course to everything there's loopholes nowadays it's more lenient on how they're accepting us like i got my driver's license everything according no to like yeah there was a law that got passed that i mean people still need to get to work bro they still they still need their license and stuff you know to get around like some type of what the fuck? identification you know
1: okay. to, to i thought we were just gonna talk about fighting i had no i thought that that was just like an entertaining, what do you call it? A nick? They don't call it a nickname for what do they call that? Like your fight name? Uh, what? Are, yeah, just nickname?
0: like a like a nickname, a fight okay. name, like a like a
1: alias or something. You know, a lot of
0: people do have like their own names. A lot of the Punisher, or, like my homie, like you know, shout out to Sergio. He was gonna fight out there. He's the Savage Lopez, which is pretty creative. You know, you got to come up with he He's from names. Montrose too. He's from Montrose too. He was gonna fight, but he got injured, uh, training along the way. You Know he was pretty bummed dumb about it, but he was in my corner the whole time. You know, he was supposed to fight
1: in this most recent fight that you did, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. And I mean, if I didn't have people like that in my corner, I would have been at a loss, you know, because this, this was my first fight ever. You know, I've never been in any event like that. This was so. not
1: this was your first, yeah. Like, and you but you won, right? Let's get yeah. that out there. You, <laughs> yeah. won. you were yeah. the only fighter for Montrose that won, yeah, right? <laughs> okay. So it
0: feels good, man. It feels real good because I didn't expect to win. I honestly. Had a, a whole bunch of shit going on in my life where I told him, I was like, look, man, I want to fight. You want to fight? I'll get you a fight. All right, man, let's get a fight going. And I was just at the gym 24-7 because I used to be this obese little kid, man. Me too. The, the last uh, time that I weighed myself before I went in the gym, I was weighing 225, oh, which is not healthy for me, man. I was doing how, a lot of bad stuff. How tall are you? 5'5", uh, 5'6". Five, five,
1: five, yeah, 5'5", five, <laughs> five, 220,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're just a short little, you know, <laughs> chunky little fuck, but... Yeah, man, I got kinda of depressed about where I was in life, so I, you know, I I got into the gym, man. You know, that's all you can do and I was hitting that every day for at least three to four hours a day, man. What do you weigh now? Right now I weigh at uh well at the fight yeah, sure, it, was a, right. it was a, it was a two fifty five. I mean a one fifty five, my bad. Uh one fifty five I weighed in at one fifty two. So you lost seventy pounds. Yeah. Well I mean before that I was at uh I got down to one forty five, man. I was this skinny little kid after that, man. That that's, was like
1: malnourished kinda of looking. What it, I was I'm 5'11 and I was I think at my biggest I think I was like 220. But even at 5'11 at 220 like I was fat. Yeah. No no doubt about it. Like it wasn't muscle, it was all fat. And I got all the way down to 160. Yeah. And I looked like shit because I went from being like fat and looking like shit to just super skinny, no muscle, but like saggy extra skin yeah i was like this sucks too this is just as bad
0: and and it happens man a lot of us lose motivations through the years man i mean we got jobs to keep up with kids to keep up with sometimes we just lose track of everything that life starts to take its toll on you and before you even notice it man it's weighing you down and you feel shitty man so i mean that was part of the reason why like a lot of the depression hit you know and depression's out there man it hits a lot of people (laughs) man so don't get me wrong, like, I got out there to try to motivate myself, try to do something better for for my kid. I got one uh, five-year-old boy now, and he's looking at everything I do, man. So I got to give a good example to him because
1: I felt like a failure for so long, you know, so. Since he was born here. He's automatically a American. US citizen. Okay. citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then that's how
0: you find loopholes through this thing sometimes. Like, I got a little brother, and he's got rights that I don't, you know, and he, you know, because he was born here, after. Because yeah, he moved. was born here. And then that's how some people. Through the years, they come across, they have kids, and I, I can't remember, anchor babies is what they call them, okay. you know, anchor babies, because they're here to get their parents anchored in, you know, which is, I mean, hey, everybody, you know, does their own moves, man. Sometimes you got to take them drastic moves in order to progress. Generally and,
1: speaking, the government wouldn't remove illegal parents exactly, if they have legal kids, yeah, you right?
0: got to provide for your kids, you can't just take, and then that, that's what's kind of fucked up. When Trump was in administration, you know, um, a lot of these kids were getting taken away from their parents and thrown into cages, you know, like you might have seen the reports on the news. Or I, remember,
1: I remember hearing all about it for like two years and then I it just disappeared and you don't hear about it at all now. Yeah, exactly. It's, man. I don't know if it's still going on. I it, imagine it is. It is, man. But, you know, they, they, they
0: throw a lot of shit under the fucking covers and <laughs> just sweep it.
1: it up. And ah, don't worry about it. You know, we're getting shit resolved. But... How how tuned in are you to that kind of shit? like the fucked up American government Well, I mean,
0: it's kind of hard to really get involved into that because you don't have a place to really do anything other than you're illegal yourself, you know? You gotta try to manage what you're doing and try to get by on your own still without getting caught up, you know? Like, if you get get in trouble or something, you're at the risk of, like, you're on the watch, being watched to eventually be deported if it's a serious crime or something, you know?
1: So, alright, I'm just you know i'm just a white dude right? Yeah, okay, yeah, like no, I, right i haven't grown up with any yeah, of these and, issues
0: and a lot of Is, people do do not understand it because of the I, way they're growing up here I'm like, like me as a mexican coming up here you really got to pay attention to what you're doing and like watch your ass really you know and and i could say that because i used to be a troublemaking kid you know i ended up in jail too and by the grace of god i'm still here you
1: know so it's not it's not like they find out that you're illegal and they send you back to mexico it's no. not like, like, I mean, they you're could, not in, do you feel like you're in danger of being? Oh, um, at the point where I'm at right now. I mean, I got
0: all my education. I'm, I'm pretty responsible. You know, I'm not out there committing felonies. I'm not a drug dealer or anything. Right. And that's what they're really out here to get. You know, people who are doing serious offensive and like, dude, this ain't going to like benefit our community. Let's get them the fuck out of here. You
1: know? So if somebody called and was like, Hey, my neighbor is illegal. I know he's illegal. Nobody would give a shit. Well, I mean,
0: nah, that's no. not to okay. that point. Like, okay. I mean, I guess if you were running like a big old sweatshop with like yeah. 30 yeah. illegals, <laughs> yeah, and then you're breaking laws. I mean, yeah, definitely, But man. just like your family. Yeah, Are I mean, mean, nah, they can't really come in and just because you say that. I mean, they got to really be like, yo, this guy's cooking meth with this illegal family, and then they'll really crack, crack down on you.
1: Do you have any friends or family that worked at Russell Stover's when I was here?
0: Nah, I mean, I got friends that, I mean, that were working there. And a lot of people did get like, I mean, there's jobs there. That'll really benefit you, like to where, like, this is a hard working Mexican. Let's get him his papers, you know? Let's get him uh, his citizenship and everything, because he really does, like, provide for his community, you know?
1: Through Russell
0: Stover? Yeah, through Russell Stover's or or through other jobs sometimes. Like, there's things called visas that you can apply for, and they'll bring you across from Mexico, but sometimes people will overstay their visas and just keep living their life regularly here. And that's, that's uh, like, I mean, a crime, I guess, uh, to them. You right. can't overstay your visas. But some people got to because that's how they live their lifestyle here, man. I worked
1: they- over there for on and off, probably like maybe between two to three years. And the white people that we hired were the worst employees that we ever had. <laughs> it was the Hispanic people that had worked there for 30, 40 years that came in every day, never complained, always did their job. But I don't know Spanish and like I would know enough Spanish and they would know enough English that we could almost communicate, but it always crossed my mind. Like these people can't all be here legally, but they, you're telling me that they weren't, but also that it didn't really matter. Russell Stovers was still able to legally hire them even though they're not American citizens, somehow. Yeah, and then that's
0: what makes it so difficult to really pick out certain people. Like, he's an illegal just by looking at him because he's brown, you know? (laughs) Not knowing that he's got all his, like, paperwork in and he's legal and he's been here for years. And then that's what kind of, like, stereotypes come in, you know? Just because he's a Mexican doesn't mean he's illegal. He just got a better chance, you know? He got a better opportunity.
1: So you're not, I guess, I always imagine that you get over here somehow and then you're paranoid like you're watching your back you're worried but it really hasn't been like that well not for me because i mean i grew up as a kid
0: so like that's why like a lot of people when they talk to me they're like dude you don't speak a bit of broken english (laughs) like dude i just i grew up here i went to preschool first grade second grade all my life through here man you know so you kind of just have to adapt you adapt to it and you don't really speak broken english to where it's like sometimes my parents will make fun of me for speaking broken spanish you know you got to be twice as good man you got to prove to the americans you're just as american <laughs> as they are right. and just as mexican to the mexican bro so where are my, you, where
1: are your parents from
0: uh zacatecas mexico
1: okay so what? it's
0: like somewhere right in the middle okay. man <laughs> yeah right. not a lot of people like know where it's at but. have you been nah man i have uh, not been there for as long as i've been here you never have
1: been back to Mexico at never, all. Never, man. Okay. It's
0: like to where it's like if you risk it and you go back to Mexico, your chances of coming back are slim. Oh, and especially nowadays, yeah. too, like the way that they've been crossing people over and like with the cartel activity, you could disappear, bro. And then see, that's how serious it gets. And not a lot of people see that it's really serious over there. Even trying to cross over here, you're putting your whole life at risk to come look for a dream to progress to be something in life you know that's why when i look at my parents i'm like man they really put up everything they they put up their life their yeah. job everything man just to come over here and give us a better future so like that's kind of where I felt kind of bummed, where I'm like, dude, I'm just a fuck-up right now to my parents, and they're sitting there looking at me like, you could have been a doctor, a lawyer, or something. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, man, you know? My
1: parents do the same
0: <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly, man. I'm like, I'm, at this point right now, I just got a whole different mindset from going to the gym to where I want to be somebody in life now. Like, back then, I didn't give a shit to, like, where I was like, oh, I'm just going to be a fucking Mexican my whole life. Ain't nobody going to ever <laughs> look at me, man, you know? And, and it really got me down to where I was like, now, like, this fight like opened up so
1: many doors and actually opened my mind to want to do something now you know let's talk about the fight I got one more question first. yeah you said you got a driver's license yeah you legally obtained the driver's license. no no fucked up weird shit. You no just, you just went and got one
0: No well I mean I had to show proof of how long I've been here residency you know like okay. well, your place of living but and how long you've been there. Could you get a passport? yeah i so yeah. i got a passport okay. but it's a mexican passport and there's a place here in denver that provides those type it's a mexican consul. yeah yeah okay. and you can get an id that the u.s will accept these types of ids like at first before i had my colorado id i mean i smoke a lot of weed still man you know so i go down to the dispensaries and you got to show them some type of identification so right. i mean they'll accept the passport so with that passport They'll accept it at a bar, yeah, anywhere, because yeah. it's legal. It's a legal tender right there, man. So
1: you're... What, with the driver's license and the passport, what's the concern if you were to fly into Mexico to visit? There's a concern that maybe they wouldn't let you yeah, leave to come... That Who?
0: ID just works within the state of Colorado. You know, you can fly on a plane to Cali and whatnot, but if you reach like international places where you're crossing borders and stuff... They'll really review your shit oh, and like, okay. and they'll detain you if it's not legal.
1: Okay, so, so yeah, it's not just going to Mexico. It's no, you going, gotta be legal. Yeah,
0: once yeah once you go internationally, they'll really revise your shit and nah, bro, you gotta show us some
1: more. You so know, you could go to Italy or something, and Italy might not want to send you back to America. Yeah, they might want to send, send you, to you back
0: Me- to Mexico. Oh, exactly. Dude, so yeah, you gotta really watch your steps
1: on how you move through life. And and is, e- is there anything that you can do now to It's like
0: anybody says apply, bro. Just apply. I mean citizenship process. And and it's not it's not like people just say, if you just apply, bro, there's a process, you gotta have the money for it. Even DACA, DACA was something that got um, you know, introduced to us to really um like get us self situated for those like like people like me who got brought over by their parents and went through school and everything, but they want to keep doing the right thing, go to college or get a job or something. So that was something that was um, introduced to us to be legal here, like in a ways, you know. We're still labeled Mexicans and everything and it, where it's a different type of ID, but it gives you a little bit more rights. So you get a social with it you know okay. and you were able to get houses under your name cars under your name everything man like just like any other American but you were still a Mexican under the Deferred Action Act which is DACA so this is pretty much what it is DACA is giving you some type of identity here in the US which but with that identity you got a whole bunch of benefits you know that you, you could d-
1: obtain when you had your son were you able to get like the uh, no, nah, like the newborn assistance no no so you went
0: When you get a kid here in the US, you got to wait till he turns 18, 19. I think 21 is when they can file for you. Like, this is my dad, and you know, he's Mexican, and I'm going to file for him to be here in the US because he, like, he pretty much, you know, provided for me until
1: I grew up, you know? So that's that's a path to legality. Yeah. And then 13, that's why a lot of people, years. yeah, that's why they say
0: <laughs> pe- Mexicans just come over here and have their kids and just dump them here. And, you know, nah, brother, their, their, their hopes are high to so one day they grow up and they get their papers and stuff, you know?
1: Okay. Your parents still here?
0: Yeah, my to? parents are still here. And like, I'll speak freely about it. They're still illegal, man, but they're doing everything they could, you know? But there's no fear when you say that. Of no. Nah the government coming to your house tonight. No, man. That's why I'm over. like, I speak freely about it, man. You gotta really watch who you tell that you're illegal. Some to assholes you. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't care, man. I've been called wet back, you know, dirty Mexican. And that don't break me down a bit, man. It shouldn't. I'm no. glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, no. and, and if anything, it gives me more pride because like if, if you see where I'm at right now, you would not know nothing about it, bro. I knew the struggle, you know? So when you say that I'm a wetback, I, I show Big Flicks like, yeah, I'm a Mexican, bro. I'm a wetback. You know, I'm that wetback from hell.
1: I'm that illegal amigo, man. That's it, man. When, when you went to the fight, do they tell you ahead of time, like, this is the dude you're going to fight? Um, yeah, so when when I got introduced to it, I, like
0: I said man, I was just a gym rat man. I was trying to really lose weight trying to get fit trying to feel better about myself and with a whole bunch of like life problems that were going on like and speaking about like my nationality, with family problems, you know like a lot of people go through a lot of shit and I told my buddy Sergio I was like, hey man, listen man. I got a whole bunch of rage built up in me. I just want to fuck somebody <laughs> up, dude like I want to fight and like even if he, if it's him fucking me up, Fuck it, man. I want a black eye so I can wake up the next day and you know why you got that black eye, you? So, you know, fuck it, bro. I got, I got I got I've been a loser my whole life to whereas right now I got nothing more to lose, you know. So that's pretty much where the boss came in to get in there. And like a lot of people are like, dude, do you know that you could have possibly been knocked out? Like, yeah, dude. But oh, yeah. like, what do I got to lose, man? You know? At least they got doctors and stuff nearby, you know. To where if you fight out in the street, you got possibilities of getting stabbed, shot, whatever, man. At least
1: there's some rules. Yeah, at least so you us.
0: know. Oh, yeah. yeah, you feel a little bit better. There's people around to split it up when you're getting laid out, you know. You could be laid out in the street and this guy could just keep smashing your face to where you're in a coma, dude, and you know. You're putting your life at risk just gambling out there. That's why I try to stay away from bars and stuff now, man. You won't catch me in a bar. I mean, this weekend to celebrate, yeah, you know, yeah, a yeah. victory. But Did I you was, go to the the after-party thing?
1: Yeah, for that, a little that, while it, and stuff. Sidelines or what, Is that where it was? Yeah. Okay. That yeah, but sucks. I
0: try to stay away from bars and stuff now, man. For a minute, I was in there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, man, just drinking my life away, man, because I was pretty bummed out, so... I got my shit together, man, finally, you know,
1: and it's good because it was a wake-up call for me. How long did they give you to prepare for the fight once you actually locked in that you were
0: um so he told me a couple a couple months ahead of time but at the same time i was like i wasn't thinking too serious about it i mean they got a little punching bag and a little speed bag there at the local rack you know you weren't even training for it Nah, not as a professional (laughs) fighter man you know i hit the punching bag a few times and i got some gloves and i mean i'm pretty handy at the at the speed bag and most of the time, I'm just running, pumping weights, man. You know, trying to lose some oh, weight, to look good, yeah. So you just went in totally. Yeah, totally blind. raw, man. <laughs> yeah, like you want to fight, put up your hands,
1: type of thing, and that's it. Just block, you know. Did you start training with anyone after you knew you had the fight? To, uh, nah, for, man. No. I, I okay. just
0: I just started like watching some videos and here and there, grab some weights and just really hit the punching bag, some uh, some ropes, some heavy ropes and just work on my cardio is basically what I was thinking you know just try to make the weight was on top of my head you know i didn't really start getting nervous till like the fight started getting closer and closer i was like dude i do not know a fucking thing about this okay.
1: mma bro so you hadn't trained in like grappling or submissions Nothing, or anything man and that How- like how I, did you win? What was the... Did you knock uh, him out? Rear, no, it was a rear naked choke. Even though man. you don't even know how to do no, that? No, even though
0: I don't <laughs> know how to do it. I mean, from the like UFC that, that you watch, you know you like to watch fights and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you love to see blood and blood being spread in, in the ring, man. So that's kind of where like I kind of just visualized it from there, you know? Just some highlights in a video or
1: something. Because there's there's so much small technical technique to that grappling shit. Yeah, definitely, that, man. It is possible that you could have gotten there with somebody who was like Experience. a student of the profession. Yeah, that definitely. That knew like <laughs> textbook holds and how to escape. Yes, bro. but And then there's like,
0: people that do dedicate their lives to that, man. Right. They'd live their life by that. I mean, I'm
1: just a fucking gym rat. <laughs> was, Did you know anything about your opponent like had he had previous fights or? no
0: man we were both first-time both. fighters um okay. when i okay. met him and he was exp- like really explaining himself to me i guess he had uh been wrestling college wrestling and everything but i don't even i've never even been wrestling really <laughs> uh, like i've gone into like a few little bar fights here and there but that's right. about it and i mean i wasn't even really that good i got a shiner one time from like a fight <laughs> you know So, yeah, never really trained, man. Never really got to train. And to whereas now, I was like, for if I do step into the ring again, which I probably will, you know, because I liked it. It was fun. I had a great time and everything, man. Just the the hype that the crowd gives you, man, drives you
1: to go ahead and do that again, you know. Anytime that they said, this dude's fighting out of Montreal's. Everybody just went nuts. Yeah. And yeah. yeah I, got, I had a
0: couple buddies of mine that I invited to, and they were sitting there screaming at me. I, I know a lot of them that in the videos they were showing me, they were losing their voice Yeah,
1: on yeah. how Everyone bad they were nuts.
0: cheering me on. And I'm like, that's crazy, dude. I ain't <laughs> never had nobody cheer me on like that, dude. Even in the fight or in life, you know, they don't ever cheer you on, dude. They just sit back and watch you and see what you're doing.
1: Now that you did it and you said you enjoyed it, are you going to try to start purposely training for MMA-related shit Yeah, in the man. And
0: like, I got a couple offers. Even a couple buddies of mine, they're like, dude, you really need to get serious about this shit for your next fight. And I'm like, I I totally agree, bro. I went in there, and I don't even know how I did it, dude. I feel like I got really got lucky, but a lot of it was just from, like, my conscience, you know, on things that you've seen. Like, I know on, in the first round, he was dominating, man. He was on top of me. And I was just holding his arms back, dude. I just locked him in, you know. And he was trying his... With all trying to escape out of that to where, like, we were sweating. And he managed to get his arm back. And he cocked that motherfucker back ready to pop me. Are you the me.
1: dude that caught the arm? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember so, that. And, and I remember that because yeah. my buddy, he's just screaming from my corner. He yeah. was like, grab the arms, so dude. I just put my arm up there and closed my he eyes. You
1: caught it, like... He was—he had you mounted. Yeah, he's ready to pop me, And he me, was dude. fully back. Yeah, he cocked back, ready to pop me. And on in the way down, you caught his bicep or some yeah, shit. Right? Yeah, I grabbed just, the bicep and, and dug
0: my thumb right into his bicep, and he told me himself, he's like, dude, that shit hurt. <laughs> that was the highlight of the entire night, I think. Uh, well, one of them in the first round, I think. Dude, I, I, I think I did pretty good in the second round, towards like. Um, my game was just stand-up. I just wanted to go in there and throw blows and really get <laughs> hit in the head. Yeah, yeah, just really just going all out swinging. I didn't prepare for wrestling, grappling, or none of that, you know. So in the in the second round is where I came in really like mixing it all up with the hammer punches that people were like really like fascinated for, man. They see me just laying them down. They're like, whoa, even I was the same way. I was like, whoa, dude, you just did that. And uh, yeah, they, we were working around. And then um, finally, I noticed that in, in one of the hammer punches, I like I was trying to like just regularly punch him. I noticed that my hand slipped under his head a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get him right there because he's got his back towards me. So I slipped my hand underneath. And I was using just my upper body strength to like, really push down his head on it. And it wasn't fully engaged, so we started rolling around a little bit and I was just looking on how to throw my leg over and mount him. And as the process was going down, people started seeing and losing their shit again, which made me lose my shit. (laughs) So we started like trying to like he tried to like barrel roll over and that's what really caused me to fully engage it i put my legs in between him and really hooked them in so him trying to get out of it gave you yeah gave what me you the needed. upper hand yeah. yeah so he rolled one more time and he rolled up against the fence and he couldn't roll anymore and that's where i really slipped the, uh, my hand over his head and choked him out and he finally tapped out man that when i fucking seen that he tapped out the ex- like exhaustion of it man even in the first round i was exhausted man i was like man this is difficult a difficult sport, and I do like nine to ten mile runs, man. You know, he was he was working me out to where I was getting tired, man. He was getting tired, man. Even wrestling, like trying to hold the person down, you're using a lot of your strength. Yeah. As I was holding him like back in the first round, just trying to like just I don't know what to do, man. So I just I was holding on for dear <laughs> life, and that's what my homie Sergio was yelling me in the corner. He's like,
1: just hold him, just hold him, and as soon as he heard the 10-second clap, he's like, just hold him, <laughs> like well, don't let him go, man. If the dude's got you mounted, you want to stop him from being able to do anything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. So holding, stop like, him. Like, bear air. hugging him is the right move, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, just definitely. He can't man. hit you. He can't. Yeah, and then, and
0: then that's him. what I was kind of looking for because if if he can't move, you can't move. Eventually, they're just gonna stand you guys up, and that's what I want because <laughs> I'm pretty handy with the hands, so like that's what I wanted. And by the by the time that we heard the 10-second alert, you know, we were both already exhausted to her. He's just like, just hold him, bro. You're just going to go into the second round anyways. And, damn, man, uh, by the second round, I was tired, man, way tired. And I could tell that he was tired too. So I was like, man, this is where I really need to, like, use the last bit of energy that you have
1: and go all out, man. Do you have another fight set?
0: In the uh, future? No, not, a, not right no. now. Right now, I've just been resting, you know, trying to get
1: back into the groove of getting into the gym again. You how know? long did people generally take between... Oh, um, I mean, you're not doing a fight every month, right? No,
0: no, no, no like that. I mean, I don't know how often these uh, promotions are going to be, you know, I don't out remember. There. Have you been to one of these in Montrose before? I, I've been to one of them back in the day when Sergio was fighting. That That's oh, the only way I know. And, like, back when I was, like, I want to say, like... 15, uh, Robert Herrera, the organizer of this right. whole thing, um, he used to have a little gym there on Main. And I was such a troubled kid that the um, people, like the mentors that I had, they signed me in there just to try to see if I can get off the streets or something, you know. So I, I did a little bit of training, but nothing really, like, got recorded in my mind. Right, right. Towards, I, they are just trying to keep me out of trouble, man. And then at the end of the day, I ended up just quitting it. Like,
1: I, I don't want to, you know. I can't. I mean, I don't think that we have shit like this in Montrose more than, what, once or twice a year? Yeah. And so if this... you wanted to do this shit, you would have to be willing to go to Salt Lake or go to Denver. Yeah,
0: definitely travel into yeah. different locations that they they got these events going. And at the same way, I understand, you know, he doesn't want to burn the people out. He wants to anticipate people that want to go to the next one.
1: True. yeah yeah. Yeah, so like if
0: you have these just too frequently then they're i don't want to go to this one i don't want to go to this one you know to where it's like man like i do got a lot of people like when's the next one when's the next one man like a lot of people want to know
1: when the next one is i want to know when the next one is you know would you take one like now if somebody was like hey we got something next month would you Uh, jump on it or would you wait
0: yeah i I could why not not. you know i mean i I mean i definitely need to get training right you know like uh, even right now a lot of people want do want to train me and stuff but even then, I'm just I'm still running laps around the, the had, track there, you know, for till someone can really train me or really dedicate to train me. You've had multiple different, like camps come to you. Uh, like, yeah, some yeah. different people. Yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna say quite camps, but different individuals that okay. have a like a proficiency in it. Like like definitely my homie Sergio, he's injured right now, and he told me, dude, when we need to start rolling, we need to start rolling big time. And I was like, dude, I feel that, dude, because. I was at in a couple positions where I'm like fuck, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? And I just kept looking at him like, What do I do, man? <laughs> like I
1: don't know what to do, man. My my mind was at a blank to where I was like, just get out of there and stand up, you know. It's a crazy sport that combines. You said that your opponent college wrestling. Yeah, man. And And he's good because if you look at the first round, he was throwing me around like a rag doll to where I was nervous, man. I'm like,
0: oh, he worked me the first round, man.
1: You can be a college athlete that's not very good at whatever sport. You can play college baseball and have no dreams of making MLB or whatever. But to have the understanding and the skill to even play at that college level, is still miles above what most people have. So you went and held your own against... A college trained wrestler yeah definitely. so man. i mean i, I think I, that might be why so many people are like
0: oh shit who's who's this dude yeah like i was impressed and fascinated by my own
1: game in there man like where the hell did this come from man yeah. i mean you do add in the ability to punch which i'm sure as a wrestler that was probably his weak spot yeah but still if he got you down that, sh- that should have been the end of yeah. He should have been able to finish it from there, but he yeah, was still found a way. So. Yeah, we
0: were both new to it. I mean, i definitely cheer him on, too. He was a good sport about it, man. Like Where with, was he from? Uh, Stockton, California. He came all the way out here? Yeah. like the, I mean, the promoter brought him out here they and pay everything. F- oh, they pay for that shit? I think so, man. Like, If you're a fighter and you want to fight, they'll promote it
1: to bring you over here, man. Okay, so if you had to travel... Yeah, because I, I had a to...
0: guy come up to me and tell me that there was another fight within the week, you know, same way, same guy, new guy, and you know, mixed martial arts. And do you want to take it? I was like, dude, that's way too soon for me to step in the ring, you know, dude, I got to definitely soak this one in. And, like, I've been watching that video over and over and over and seeing how many times I fucked up,
1: you know, because <laughs> I definitely, I was like, dude, you were sleeping, dude. Are you allowed to take a fight out of your weight class if you say that you're okay with it or are you um, not i believe so to... you just yeah. got to make the weight man it's all about making the weight you you would have to make the weight though. yeah definitely man so it's not just i always thought that the weight class was like well, i gotta be under this weight Is there a minimum and a maximum weight that you have to Um, hit for that shit? I do not know too much about it, but I believe so, man. You got to be at least somewhere near
0: the set weight that you guys are fighting at. Because I know he weighed in at 156, was just a pound over. And I went in under, you know, because I didn't know the guy in the picture. He seemed slim, you know, tall and slim. And I was like, man, this ain't the guy that I'm fighting, you
1: know. I went in and I weighed 152, so I was under. But if, let's say that, you and I wanted to fight and I weighed 200 and I'm not losing weight. You're not gaining weight. 152 to 200. Yeah. They then, wouldn't even let no, us do it. There's rules right? definitely okay.
0: on that. You definitely, cause yeah, 200 to 150 guys.
1: Even if you were cool with it, they wouldn't allow it. Yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. like okay. Cause
0: even like two pounds of weight makes a total difference, man. You, a lot of people think it don't, but it really does, man. Like, um, yeah, if you lift up a, a pound
1: of something, man, you can notice. Yeah, if you get hit by a pound, you're gonna know, you know. I've always wondered if the reason for those weight classes is based solely on, let's say that, let's say that you've been doing this shit for 15 years, you're very skilled, you know exactly how to submit, you know exactly like the science behind the sport, and I'm just an idiot that wants to fight somebody but i have 50 pounds on you. Is it still more likely that i win just because of that height and weight difference or would you knowing the sport still put you in a better position to win the fight?
0: It does put you in a better position cuz you know what you're doing, but you got to try to meet their weight. Okay. So like even if like if i'm 150 and I want to go up against a 170, but the 170 guy don't know what he's doing, but I do. I'd have to get there to the weight and try to dominate him
1: still. If they let you fight at the weight difference, though, do you think that you still would stand a chance? I don't think so, man. Because, oh, okay. yeah, the okay. W- okay. weight
0: definitely It makes a huge up. difference. Yeah, it makes a huge difference, man. Okay. Like, you can meet somebody out in the street, and if the guy's, like, 170, but you guys are the same height, dude, he's definitely going to put some more weight on that punch definitely to where like if you throw a punch it won't phase him
1: you said you've gotten in bar fights and shit before yeah is there a point in that confrontation where you would look at this Dude, that's significantly bigger than you, and just be like, All right, never mind. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah you okay, definitely, you would. You, you would,
0: gotta okay. know when to pick your fights, man. <laughs> okay. Definitely, man. Though you can't just go in there just because this guy's calling you names, like, know when to walk away, man. Definitely, because you're gonna end up in a bad position
1: sometimes. I you worked at a tattoo shop in Junction when I was younger, and we definitely had the crowd of like douchebag, gym bro, bar hoppers and they would always come in with these stories like they would go to the bar specifically to antagonize people to try to get them to fight them and it was probably like five dudes and this was this was probably 20 years ago now but three of those five dudes are in prison still <laughs> and they've been in prison for like the last 10 to 15 years just because of bar fights yeah one dude uh like collapsed somebody's lung i think like with a broken rib yeah yeah and i don't remember the charge that he got for it it wasn't attempted murder but it was close to attempted murder yeah and he's I think he's still in jail for, like, 15 more years. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm saying. That's why it's, like, a blessing of this sport where, like, if you really want to fight and you really feel like
0: you need to hurt somebody, go into, like, a sport like that, man. Stop picking on people out there. Like, especially, like, me being a short little guy, you know, especially you get that a lot, bro, when a lot of people, like... They want to, like, underestimate you, you know? Like, you're just a little midget guy. I'll take you, and I bet you could, man, you know? I ain't going to fucking fuck with you, man.
1: Fuck. <laughs> a lot of dudes wouldn't have that attitude about it. Yeah. A lot of dudes but would. But at
0: the same time, don't get me wrong, like, I'm not a pushover, you know? I'm going to give everything I got, you know, definitely.
1: Well, sometimes people won't let you walk away from it. Yeah. They're you... so antagonistic that you can try to walk away, and they come after you. Yeah. So at that point. Yeah, cuz I mean,
0: back growing up, man, I understand, man. You used to get bullied. Like I got bullied a couple times, man,
1: you know. You go to Montrose High School? Yeah, Montrose yeah, okay. High
0: School, middle schools around here. And, and you got you got to have bullies, man. That's just a part of life. There's going to be bullies, man. There's going to be people try to knock you off your shit, man. Okay. Sometimes
1: you got to just try to really hold your ground, man. So you got bullied, but you are saying that there's a positive aspect to you being bullied yeah yeah definitely i, I, I agree with you yeah. i'm not trying to set you up for something
0: shit right now like we were talking about anime bro i used to think kids who were into anime were weird Losers, man yeah. yeah who
1: would think now me growing up that i would be
0: into it man like it's crazy man That's that
1: like... shit has changed so much what was your bullying was it that you're mexican or was it that you were short um, or was it was it the combo like, no
0: i think back in the day everybody just wanted to have that tough like you know exterior like everybody wanted to be known as a tough kid man you know um back in the day like people wanted to be gang members people dress i think that's the way that i would (laughs) dress like in a way like yeah try to be a little gangster in a way man because if you weren't gangster and you weren't a thug bro you got picked on or you got bullied for it you know so you got to try to show them that you're
1: just as tough back sometimes who was it that was picking on you for that? Other Hispanic kids? Or? Uh yeah, sometimes okay.
0: sometimes it'll be within your own race. Sometimes, gotcha. man. So it wasn't
1: like the white kids picking on you. Yeah, it no, was I mean, your it, own. It, it was a little bit of everything, okay. I know.
0: Just because, uh, I mean, we were Mexican, and there was this bigger white kid around. You know, he picked on all the little Mexican kids just because he didn't like Mexicans, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, bro. I mean, maybe you had something traumatic events that like led you to this, you know? And that's why kind of like. I'm more open about things nowadays. Like, you don't understand the person or what
1: they're going through to really have them be like that. You think most of that shit comes from those kids' parents? Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm,
0: like, trying to better myself for my kid, trying to teach him things that I wasn't taught, you know, growing up, for him to be ready for him. Because, like, I let him express himself however he wants, dude. Like, I mean... He likes, like, little musicals and whatnot, bro. And the other day, it pissed me off to hear that somebody called him gay kid, you know? That's, like, that's my son, bro. He's gonna be the toughest motherfucker walking around. Just because
1: I like musicals, too. Yeah, bro. Like, you, actually, let, I...
0: you let the kid express himself how he wants to, bro. Yeah. You know? He sees unicorns, and, like, he's like, whoa, look at this unicorn rainbow-looking stuff, you know? Like, that's cool, bro. If you want to have it, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. I believe... If you want to believe in unicorns, believe in unicorns, man. Eventually, you're going to get to a point where you're going to grow up and you're going to start seeing things differently. But to now, just live your life, bro. Do what you
1: need to. You know, Don't let nobody judge you for anything. My girlfriend's got two kids. And sometimes they say some shit that you just know from like the subject matter or the way that they say it that no 11-year-old kid or 13-year-old kid is having these thoughts, and it's like, what? Is, what are you talking about? And they'll have like some take on, you know, some super deep political uh, opinion, and it's like, oh, does your dad say that? Yeah, exactly. And they're like, no. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're just like, you love your dad, you look up to your dad, so he says this shit, and you just repeat it, because oh, it's my dad. My dad thinks this, so. Like, he must be right. And that brings it back to
0: just always be a good role model, man. Even apart from my kid, there's other kids out here. Maybe they can't look up to their to their dad or to their brothers, you know? Because they're just a piece of shit sometimes. And that's kind of what, like, I wanted to be. Because, I mean, I got little, little friends here and there that are looking up to me now. And they're like, dude, you're looking big, dude. I'm like, thanks, man, you know? I was never this big, though. But, like, I'm here to tell you, you can do it too, bro. Like, that's why I screamed at the end of the fight that I was like, if someone tells you you can't do nothing, don't believe it, man. Go out there and you give it a try. Just as long by trying, you're already better than you were yesterday, you know. You could be the biggest chef by just grabbing a spatula and flipping a pancake one time and <laughs> add some style to it, man. You can be anything you want to where I was like, I never really wanted, like, I don't know what I wanted to be in life, you know. And I'm like, a lot of people still don't, you know, just like, I didn't think about stepping into the ring and fighting ever in my life, man. To whereas one day, you know what, I just said, fuck it, man, let's do it. Fucking sign me up, man. I raised my hand when they took roll call, man, you know, and, and not only did I go in there and I gave a hell of a show, I ended up winning, bro. Like th- that felt so
1: good, man, because I would never imagine me being a fighter. Because what's the alternative to that entire story that you just told me, like? If you didn't choose to do it, you would have never. You'd have nothing to say exactly. And then, like
0: a lot of people, probably did doubt me. Like nobody probably ever seen me as a fighter, you know. And the fact that I went in there and a lot of people were watching, like I go to the gym and I hit that speed bag and I have, like, I learned to love old people more now because they're curious. They come up to you and they're like, "Are you a fighter?" And the whole time I'm like, no, I'm not a fighter, you know. I just come in here to spend my time, dude." And to where I was like, now I can actually say, yeah, I'm a fighter, man. Check out this fight right here, man. Did pretty good, you know.
1: Where do you go? What gym do you go
0: to? I go to the Montrose Rec.
1: Okay. They have a bag? Yeah, they have a little
0: there? punching bag and a little speed bag there, you know, just for Is people. it in its
1: own room? A little
0: corner and a little section, you know. You got your track, and as you're going around the track, it's just in a little corner It's there. upstairs? Yeah, upstairs. Okay. And, and that was basically it, man. I just went in there to try to stay out of trouble, try to better myself, because I wasn't going in the right direction, man. Definitely. It's not a padded floor, is it? Like, you
1: can't... Can you roll in there? No, really? you okay. can't okay. roll.
0: Yeah, you definitely got to look for somewhere else to roll,
1: and that's why I went in there unexperienced, you know? Do you have a... Uh... A martial arts school that you want to focus on like my Thai, or um
0: i don't have anything in particular i mean just if anybody's really trying to reach out and like take their <laughs> chance and train this kid man you know like and i did have a couple people like come roll with me i'll show you you know i'll definitely take up that offer and it's like as people have opinions on different things i'm the type to just sit there and really cross my arms and listen listen deep you know you can take their advice or break it down and take what you want from that advice but I'm sitting there to listen
1: you know have you changed your workout
0: routine at all uh, nah, on, nah, uh, no no I just like like I just came from there right now and I just, just kind of stick to the basic you know working out like I did shoulders today or you break it down and different yeah yeah. Uh, basically just stick to the same thing man stick to what you know and then try to you know try new things different definitely, definitely man like I wasn't really too custom about throwing kicks. That's why when I threw in that kick on the second round, it was kind of soft, you know? Like really deliver that kick, man, you know? But it's cuz I've never practiced on my kicks ever.
1: I man, you see some of those people that hit like shin to shin and one yeah. of those shins just snaps in half. Yeah, that's definitely, fucking terrifying, man. man. <laughs> yeah, but you definitely got to like deliver when it comes to it, yeah. man. Yeah. That's you watching those videos of the dude's leg just snapping and, like, wrapping around the other dude's leg, you know, when that bone breaks. I did, uh, I think it was Muay Thai for, like, three or four months. There was a local gym here that did it, and they quit doing it, so I just quit going and never looked for anywhere else to go. But they always had us kicking, like, those big handheld, like, shields. Yeah. You know, like, the yeah, foam shields. shields, yeah. And you could just lean into that thing and kick it as hard as you wanted. But thinking about kicking, like, a piece of wood or, like, another bone... Yeah, definitely. And how easy that shit can just snap, it really makes me, like... Cringe, huh? (laughs) You can avoid it by being confident in where your foot is going to make contact with them. But the less you practice it, the more...
0: Yeah, definitely. You know. And it's like they say, man, anything that can go wrong will go wrong sometime. So, I mean, you're taking risks as soon as you open your eyes in the morning, man. So that's why I, I kind of see it like that, you know? Like, yeah. you could get hit by a car, fucking lightning strike, you know? what? What are the chances? Might as well take your chances wherever, man, and go all out with it.
1: I agree with you. Watching those fights the other night, I mean, it kept crossing my mind, like, like, I wonder if I could do this. Yeah, you did. Not even that, like, there wasn't a whole lot of, I want to do this. It was more of, like, could I? Yeah. Or would yeah. I be this dude that, like, goes out in the first, like, 20 seconds? Yeah, like, and it's like, and man, that's like, that's
0: exactly what I was thinking about. Like, what if I get laid out? Or what if I get choked out, man? You never really know until you take those you chances, man. Yeah, like, yeah. And just take them, man. Just, there's, like they say, opportunities out there and, like, just grab whatever is nearby, man. You know, just take it, man. And then, then if you don't like it, then just leave it. You know. But you never know what you can do until you do it. You didn't even do any, like sparring. Nah, nothing, dude. man. Nah,
1: nothing. That's, that's I just went crazy. in there and that's I'm crazy. going in there and I'm gonna swing because I'm mad. Is pretty much what I <laughs> went in there, man. What was the requirements when the dude reached out to you, to sign up to do the fight? Though he doesn't, he didn't care that you had not no, trained man, or practiced. No. Or... He just
0: looks for fighters who people are he down just, and really committed to get somebody in. Somebody to get in there and Yeah. Do it. Um the only requirements is that you had to apply for a license like actual like a sparring like a boxing license cuz you're like a
1: you're an athlete now. Oh, there's some sort of paperwork. Yeah, you that, got, yeah. there's a
0: registration that you got to go through blood works, covid tests, the, the works, man, you know, health. Did uh, they drug test you? Uh, no, they didn't drug test me, but they check for certain, like, hepatitis and whatnot, like they HIV. Don't, they don't check your test levels or no, any kind no, of PEDs I don't think, or anything? No, I don't think so, man. That- I mean, you definitely shouldn't be taking up steroids, you know? <laughs> definitely, man. But, I mean, I, I mean, I just try to stay away from all kinds of stuff, you know? I mean, I take a lot of pre-workout, you know, but you definitely need some pre-workout sometimes.
1: What, how do you feel about the fairness of that shit of let's say that the next fight that you have same height, same weight say that this, it's this dude's second fight too. It's like, you guys are like super equal, but he's taking some kind of steroid. Would you be, let's say that you knew that he was, would you, would you drop out of the fight or would you, would you rat on him? No, nah, I or mean, would you just I mean, take if, the fight and I, go oh, for it? i take the fight okay. and I, I hope to
0: win because if, if he's taking steroids and I still win, bro, at least I'm going <laughs> to say it up in his face like, what right. now, fool? Like, drop that shit, right. you know? You don't need that shit. You take any supplements besides the pre-workout, though? Um, When I'm coming back on weight, some natural stuff, I go to natural groceries a lot and take, like, uh, L-citrulline for pump, you yeah, know, yeah. get your blood circulation going or a CLA to cut some of that fat, like a, like a lot of good CLA, fatty stuff. Do you feel
1: like the CLA works?
0: Um, Yeah, yeah, given yeah. time, it like, depends on how you're using it. If you're, like, going to take it, but you're going to have a donut later, yeah, definitely it ain't going to work. But if you watch your diet, man, and, like, I'm on a keto diet sometimes to try to burn some of that fat, you know, because I'm, I'm big on the fat. Like, I don't like fat. <laughs> I try to get away from that as much as possible to where it's, like, Um, they tell me like you got to have a high fat intake for your body to really
1: look for fat and burn that fat. So they're just like a lot of fatty acids. Yeah. The fat that you eat as part of your diet really needs a different name because (laughs) fat that you eat, if we're talking about like almonds or avocados and shit like that, peanut butter, that's not fat that people are talking about. Like, Oh, I'm so fat. Yeah. (laughs) They really need to give completely different terms to this shit because you do sometimes want a diet that's very high in fat. Yeah. And Cause they, well, I mean they
0: do in a way that you got to look about if you're taking trans fat, saturated right. fat, like, yeah, you really gotta like focus in that. Like a lot of people get frustrated. It's so much to
1: keep up with. Like,
0: dude, I just want to lose weight and I just want to go to the gym. And I was like, yeah, bro, you gotta, there's a lot to it, man. There's a lot of science to it, to break if, it down. If you down. keep it
1: real simple and you don't mind just eating the same shit over and over, you can make it really easy. Just be more like about moderation
0: on how much you're taking in. You that's know? a big thing, too. Yeah, like don't fucking eat a whole dozen of donuts,
1: you know? Because if I buy, like, whatever comes in the box that I buy, that's how many I'll eat. Yeah, right? definitely. So that's usually what a lot 12, of people do because they're just donuts. too good. Yeah. yeah, I just eat 12. And I don't mean I'll eat 12 over the next three days. Like, I'll eat those 12 that day. Yeah, definitely. Because I only been there buy too, man. a pack of two. I can just eat those too, and I don't go back to buy more. But it's something about like, like I'll eat a whole thing of Oreos, yeah, all at once, and it's like, god damn, like that was like four thousand calories. Yeah, I know a
0: lot of people but, give me shit like, cause I'll like I'll go out and order a fat hamburger, and but a diet
1: soda, man. You know, like what the
0: fuck he doing, man? Like
1: I get shit on my one of my old best friends would always give me shit for the diet soda thing, but you know you hear that a lot too like the fat people jokes like they go to burger king and they get like two combos but they get the diet coke yeah but at least like the diet coke compared to like a large diet coke with zero calories compared to a large regular coke it's like 400 calories at least they're saving the 400 calories on the drink right at least they're not adding 400 more yeah you know? definitely more. i hate people that give me shit for that <laughs> Like, just drink the regular one it's like why yeah, and I hear a
0: lot from people that are like diet suck, diet tastes nasty. I mean, hey man, there's there's still a lot worse things out I there, know. man. Sometimes you gotta not concentrate it and just do what you need to do sometimes to get the job done, man. To where they told me you gotta be at one fifty fight for this fight, and I was at one sixty seven. I really had to cut back on my diet. You How know, long did lot. you have? To lose a whole that. week, man.
1: You had a week. Yeah. To lose to twelve loo- pounds. Yeah. No shit. What yeah. Did you,
0: so what did you do that week? Uh, drink black coffee man in the morning and I fasted and then once lunchtime came around some good turkey burger turkey turkey meat with some veggies and then a protein bar to keep me from that sweet craving just go on through work and then like right in the evening as soon as I hit that gym uh, took a banana with some peanut butter and a bread you know low carb bread for some carbs so for energy hit in there hit it hard I was on there doing cardio most of the time, dude, really. Cardio really drops the weight. And then um, well, focus on your salt, you know, because you retain a lot of water weight. You Nobody know? believes
1: that shit when you say No, water
0: me. weight <laughs> is a – so I was drinking water
1: all day really to flush out a lot of that stuff in my system too. Yeah, and if you were taking in a bunch of sodium, all that water is just hanging on you too. Yeah, so I mean I just
0: kept it simple like that and I kept repeating it over and over and eventually I seen my weight drop. I mean I got down to one fifty two, so I was like, whoa, you know. That oh, was so crazy. 18
1: pounds. Yeah. In a in a week. Yeah.
0: Well, the day of the fight, you know, that's what I came down to. One, I didn't eat nothing the day of the fight. Okay. No
1: breakfast. I skipped it. You know, so because I just wanted to be really ready. Cause like, did you wear one of those tight ass like uh, those rubber suits that make you sweat? No, you know I do have to? one. You did know, when I do have one, but no, I just threw on my hoodie and just sweated it out. Man. How long were you doing cardio for? On uh, that week
0: ran a couple laps in there like 10 laps you know really get that like adrenaline going and as soon as I did that they got like a pedal machine like for your hands So yeah, I went yeah. in there and I did that for a good like three miles it'll show you on there and then right after that I did stairmaster stairmaster is one of the biggest yeah. cardio thing you could get on there yeah. and I always hit a hundred floors sometimes I would throw weight on you know to make it a little bit more difficult and just the bike man elliptical so, running. Oh,
1: so you're mixing it up every day with yeah different, different shit different machines on, that are in during there. your workout yeah holy shit i can't do that no i mean <laughs> i could make myself do that i just i'm like nah. I'm fine. yeah and then a lot of people just recently
0: i see that they're they're starting to go to the gym man you know just keep at it man a lot of people like, like i got a little brother like He's seen how lean, how cut I was looking. He's like, Man, you're looking good. I want to get there too, you know. Well, I'm like, hey, man, first thing is first, get in there, man. You know, don't matter who's around you, what they're lifting, man. Just get in there, dude, and do your own thing. Even if you got them 20 dumbbells, you know, 20 pound dumbbells, and you're <laughs> curling, and this guy's curling 40, don't worry about him, dude. He's on a whole different
1: level. You know, you focus on you first, man. You'll get there. Baby steps. I've noticed 90% of dudes that curl anything 40 pounds or more are swinging that shit around anyway. They're not doing it. There are some massive fucking dudes that can stand perfectly still and curl a 50-pound dumbbell. But 90% of them should be using, like, a 25. But they think they look tougher picking up that 40, even though their back is doing all the lifting for them. So I always tell people that same thing, like, use the weight that you can do in a controlled manner and people are like oh no like like i gotta get stronger it's like yeah "Yeah, that's how you get stronger well even even when i started man i i didn't know what i know now
0: back then man when i when i really started about focusing on my health and my weight um i i woke up one matter of fact i didn't even go to sleep i was still drinking from like a fucking three-day binge man like (laughs) Yeah, man, like, I hadn't slept, and I I would wake up drinking, man. I I would wait till the liquor store opened, run over there and get myself a 12-pack and just drink myself because I was so miserable, so worthless, man. And I told a buddy of mine, I was like, look, man, I'm going to go for a run. And he looked at me like, you're going to go for a run? Like, yeah, man, like, I don't know why I have this need in my body right now to go for a run, man. And I went for a run. I threw on my, some simple shoes, not even running shoes, just simple shoes and, and some sweats. And I went down by the river, man, and I started running. I was dying within three steps, man. I ain't going to lie, man. I was dying, man. But I found my peace there because I was running down by the river, and I just kept repeating this over and over. Just run by the river. And every time I was like, you stopped here last time, stop over there next time, you know? And and that's kind of where I found my mind, my peace, my tranquility, just by the river, just being by yourself and thinking about how shitty life has been, man. Like you, life has been shit. So what are you doing? At least try to better yourself. Try to look at least a little bit better and feel good about yourself.
1: You know. You still drink?
0: No, not you a could, drop. You it out completely, completely, completely. You. dude. I was not going down the right path with the alcohol. I mean, this. Um, you know, we, weekend, I drank two because the promoter bought me one and the DJ bought me one. So, I mean, uh, I always told myself, I'm not stepping into a bar. I'm not going to drink because I don't have any accomplishments in my life. I don't have no no reason to be celebrating with these people, bro. No reason why I should be picking up alcohol when my whole life I don't have nothing to show for it, man. I'm a 30-year-old I'm a guy now living with his parents, bro, in a little rundown trailer. Dude, this trailer has mold and stuff in the house, dude. This is what breaks me down to, to really step into the ring. Like, this is why I'm mad. This is why I'm doing this shit, man. Like, I don't want my kid to be living this way. I want to be something bigger, something better for him. And he sees me, dude. Like, I'm always wearing cut-off shirts and just yesterday, man, we went swimming, and he's like, oh, Dad, I want my shirt. I was like, okay. And he's like, no, not that one. The one like yours, the, the gym shirt. <laughs> That's awesome. That one with the cutoffs. So I'm like, all right, man. And I didn't have to force him to do that. He, he himself was like... He sees my big arms, and he wants to follow those steps. And just by that, it gives me a whole bunch of happiness just to see him. Man, I was like, you're going to go somewhere, you know? And that's what people were telling me after the fight, dude. The way you're thinking now, you're going to make it far. And I'm I'm truly blessed that I have a different mindset now. And I'm trying to, like, preach it to different people. Hopefully, they grasp a little bit too, you know? Um, Even my kid, man. Like, at the time, I felt like such a failure to him because I wish that – I could have provided a different lifestyle for him to where i mean he was little he wasn't really looking at me you know like he wasn't grasping this thing uh yet but to whereas now he is he's looking at me and like i don't want to give him the wrong perspective on on how to go about life if you get depressed if life gets you down you know don't go towards that way definitely man a lot of people do i've known a lot of good friends go down different paths towards drugs and stuff too man so I mean, I'm just trying to break away from all of that, you know. I'm trying to be somebody good in life. And that's kind of where, like, I think I gained a lot of myself back, you know.
1: How long ago was it that you were, that you said, I'm going to go for a run? Where it, where you triggered that, I'm going to lose this weight, I'm going to stop drinking. How long ago na- was
0: that? Now it's been a year, man. It's, okay. been a year. it's been a year since, like, yeah, my last drink of alcohol, really, man. And I, I just try to keep away from it because there's uh, there's nothing that comes good out of it. I mean, everybody likes to relax and have a beer. I mean, there's nothing beneficial about it. Sure, like, every now and then I think about a michelada, like, oh, man, that, feels, that looks good, bro. Because I used to like those like crazy. But I was like, nah, bro. You're doing so much better without that in your life. You don't even need it. There's some things that you look back at, like, you don't even need all that stuff, no. man. You're doing so good without it, man.
1: Do you can you think back to how you felt a year and a half ago and compare it to how you feel now? Do you feel like you are a completely different person? Yes, man.
0: Like, yeah, my mindset is Mm -hmm. just wonderful, man. This is like why you're like, I sit down a lot and I think a lot, like I'm a deep thinker, man. You know, like I like to think about a lot of things and, and that's definitely one, like, man, you're such a different person now. Like, like the way you think the way you want to grasp life and take opportunities in your hand now two years back then you didn't
1: give a shit you know I'm no stranger to depression yeah so i can imagine your daily life let's let's just say like 2 years ago right of i've never had an issue with alcohol but i definitely had issues with depression of like eh, like i don't I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to eat better. I don't want to go hang out with my friends. I just kind of want to like sit here by myself and do nothing compared to, oh, like, all right, let me change one of these things. So I'll just start eating better. And you notice maybe like your life, the way that you feel day to day, It's improved by like 10%. You feel like 10% better because you're eating better. But what you did was like depressed, alcohol, shitty eating, no exercise, right? To exercise, healthy eating, no alcohol, positive outlook. You changed everything. It wasn't, and it doesn't sound like you did like one step at a time. You kind of just were like, nah, like, fuck this. I'm going to do this shit. And just like swapped. Yeah. Just swapped over.
0: The way I see it is, man, like, everything has a challenge to become great, you know? There's going to be a challenge for everything, man. So, like, let, set yourself some limits. See, even if you can't, like, they say Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't conquer everything in one day. Set yourself standards, bro, and little by little, start attacking them, you know? Did you do it little by little,
1: though, or did um, you just... It yeah, because,
0: yeah, yeah, in a ways, because, like, I could say that um, I didn't quite... Dropped the alcohol cold turkey one day and got up and said no more. Okay. Um, it took me a couple steps, you know. Like, okay, I was still okay. working with some friends. And they're like, hey, let's go to the bar afterwards. I, okay. I had uh, maybe, like, four drinks to whereas like, the last time I drank, I drank two to whereas now is, like, nothing at all, you know. Set yourself some standards on, on where you want to see yourself. Like, it's like they say, get up in the morning, write yourself
1: some goals, and always think about them goals and try to get to them, you know. Was there a moment that you can think of or do you know what it was that made you decide, like, I'm going to start making this change? Was there, like, a trigger? Or? Yeah, man. I mean, just everything that was going on in my life, you know. Like, I
0: it was, it got to a point where I was almost losing my kid, you know. Like, they, they started freaking out and they didn't want me around my kid, you know, for okay. the actions I was doing. Uh, same with my my parents you know i mean there's a lot of touchy subjects i don't want to get too yeah, in yeah, you know fine. like uh, there's a lot of shit going on in my life still to this point you know like to where i like i can't do nothing but embrace them right now because this right now that i'm embracing is gonna make
1: me a better person later so the shit part of life was just piling up to the point that you were like, I can't fucking keep.
0: Yeah, no, to where like, out. now that pile of shit's still there, you know, but like, at least now. You're I dealing did, with something. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, at least this W right here that I took home, bro, it's like, it's given me so much, like, pride and joy to wake up in the morning. Like, dude, you remember that shit you did yesterday? Just imagine what you could do tomorrow, you know? Right. Not, you got I, you got like, something
1: else you gotta say? It looks like you still no, got something like, on your mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, I got a lot. I mean, I, I'm am a pretty emotional person. I'm a cancer, you know, and mm. and I do get like down on myself a lot, like um, I got my dad. He's got he's got diabetes and stuff. So, you
1: know, you gotta make some choices in life, man. Yeah, my mom's got Alzheimer's, and oh. she she hasn't said a word in like five years, and she's in a home, but she. She can't walk. She can't talk. She can't eat. So she's in a bed like three times a day. Somebody comes by and feeds her like a like a protein shake. And that's it. Like that's her life. And she's been doing that. She's been doing that specific like non-speaking, non-moving shit for two years
0: I try to look about, like, of time. Like, I mean, I never used to wear a watch to where it's, like, now I'm constantly looking at the time now, man. Because it's like what they said. We only get a limited amount of time here, man. What are you going to do with your time? Stop wasting it, man. Everybody's wasting their time, man. And it sucks because we live, like, uh, like every 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 other day. We wake up. We go to work. We fucking bust our ass at work. We get off work. And then, what? You got certain amount of time. We got 24 hours in a day. If you work a 9 to 5, you already lost, like. A couple hours of your day to where it's like, what are you going to do with the rest of it? Yeah, eight, you know? I
1: mean, eight of it, you're sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Eight and of that, it, you're working. So that's so 16 of the 24 right there. It's
0: just time, man. We're losing time every day. And and there's times where like I get frustrated where I'm like, I should be spending more time with my kid, man. Do you have full custody? Or no. Do share it? no. We, we don't go through the courts or anything okay. like that, man. We just try to respect each other, man. You know? She doesn't
1: like, try to keep them from you. Nah, Okay. Nah, that's nah. Good.
0: She, just, that's good. She, she lets me see him and everything and she sees, I know she sees me grinding, you know, and that's what I'm trying to do, man, just show her that. I mean, back then, you know, I was a whole different person to whereas now, like, I got like goals to where I want to be in life, like not just for me, for my kid and whoever who's going to be on my, on my train, you know, like same with my dad, dude, he's illegal still. He's like 67 years old already. His health ain't the best. But this motherfucker wakes up early as fuck in the morning, 4 o'clock, gets ready to go to work, and goes out there and grinds, man. Because, you know, he ain't got no social security to lay back on. We got nothing, man. He still got to go out there and get it when his health is going to shit, man. And he's not eligible for Medicaid or anything. Nothing, man. That's why I look up to my dad a lot because he's such a hard worker. That's where I get it from, man, you know, to where it's like, don't give up, man. Keep going, Keep going, keep going. Even even when you're missing a foot or something, man. You know you see people out there that are still doing everything they can, bro. That that's kind of what motivates me to not stop. You know, because the moment you stop, you fail.
1: You got a lot of positivity.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Like and I, and I'm trying to keep it that way. You know. You find it hard. Uh, sometimes you know I get down on my luck and I'm beating myself <laughs> over it. You know, just go to the gym, bro. Get over it. You'll get over it, man. You'll get over it. And then you got to think about ways to get it, you know? Like, I know you see me roll up in that Yukon right now. And there was a a time when, when uh, everybody, like, in high school, they were getting their first car. Mostly Hondas and stuff, you know? Like, affordable cars and stuff. Right, right. And I was that kid walking still. Because my parents, they don't have fucking money for that type of shit. They can't uh, co-sign on anything, you know? So I I stick to walking, bro. And when people were upgrading to their next car, I upgraded to a bike, man. These guys are out there driving like... Now they're driving like a Camry, you know? Like a nicer car than a Honda. And I'm on a bike, man. Like to where you like leveled up and now I got a Honda. And these guys are driving nice big old trucks and whatnot, man. I I
1: don't understand... How these fucking people are affording that shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's a lot of it is their parents, man. They co-sign for everything. And I get it, bro. That's what a a parent does. They try to give everything to their kids that they never had, you know. But there's some people like people like me that, you know, they're not in that position, dude. Like, that's why we're still in this run-down-ass little house, man. I I wish that I could provide a lot more for my parents sometimes. That's what beats me up. Like, man, I hate being in here. Like, that's why I'm at the gym so much. Like, I go from work. To the gym, to home, just to sleep and eat, cause I, I can't be around that like that environment, man. You start like, to feel shit about it. Yeah, I start to feel shitty about it too. Where like I want to do more, I want to do more, but you know you're like your limitations. You know you can only do so much, man. Like to right now, like I'm doing what I can to bring food to the house. That's just right there, bro. That's enough right there. Make sure that everybody can eat. You know they got a place to eat and sleep dude that's it right there like sure we got to fight to keep the roaches out the bread you know but hey one day one day it'll get better man you You gotta have a positive outlook on life you know sometimes like we're not gonna be at the bottom for so long dude sure i have this nice little car now but i never had nothing nice in my life ever man ever never this was this car right here that came into my life was like a blessing man Sure, I got the fucking company calling me about where that fucking payment at, but like, listen, man, I've been going through a lot right now. Like, I'm changing jobs and stuff, but like, hey, I'll I'll get back up there and I'll get you your money, man. I'm just, I'm just trying, you know. That's the main ingredient. I'm trying. Have they been cool
1: about it? A lot of those man. banks are pretty sure. <laughs> hey, you
0: know what? Well, I'm I'm low key, man. And hopefully they don't hear this and shit. <laughs> I'll get you your money, man. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna run out on y'all, like for sure. Like I got I got a job to get to too, you know. I got we we all got to keep going, man. Pretty
1: much it. That's a good spot f- for you to be in considering that you found this more positive attitude though that you can be somebody that the rest of the family kind of rallies see. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's good. Like I'm here to kick ass. <laughs>
1: well, you did it, right? Yeah,
0: definitely, man. And well, I, and like at know. the time being, I was thinking about it too, you know. Cause like, that's kind of what drove me to take the fight. Like, just take it, bro. And a lot of people won't take it. Like, there's a fight. Who wants to fight? Oh, well, not me. Not me. Like, you know, like, fuck life, man. Like, I'll take it, bro. Like, I'll fucking do this, man. Like, I've, I ain't scared right now. You know, I got nothing to lose.
1: I've already lost it all. I've tried to adopt that attitude over the last, like, year or two of, like... I've never been somebody that wants to do new shit. I want to do the same routine, the same shit, the shit that I'm comfortable with. And it kind of got, I just felt like, man, life is, is boring. I'm always bored. It's like, okay, well maybe I should try to do this shit that I've never done before with a more open mind. And I started like traveling, I started doing shit, going places, seeing new things. And I was like, oh, there is like, cool shit out there there is reason to like wake up in the morning but you got to kind of put a little effort into going out and finding it and then kind of at the beginning for me like i gotta force myself to go do it but then after i force myself to go do it as i'm doing it i'm realizing oh like i'm having a good time i'm glad that i did this and that kind of makes it easier in the future like yeah i'll try that yeah i'll try that so, it's hard for me to really match you on your positivity, but I can see, like, you're, you like to, you, well, you just said, like, fuck life, but, like, I'm going to go try to make it better. I'm kind of like... Yeah, just yes, fuck life. Yeah, no, <laughs> <you know?
0: laughs> not a lot of people do. You know, life is tough, man. Life is tough, but you know you can't give up, man. You never know what you're gonna like, capable of. Get out there, try new things. You know, like, I'm I'm pretty illiterate. You know, I can't really read that good, but I picked up a book, read that book from start to finish, and it was a good book, man. And that's what really changed my like my outcome on life, man.
1: What was it? Uh, Into the wild about the dude that goes to Alaska and yeah, kills himself he, he co- Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Go,
0: he goes, uh, he has money, you know, he comes from a family with money, but he gives all that up so he can explore the world and really take, embrace the beauty all around him, man. I mean, it sucks that he got poisoned by some <laughs> berries, man. Right. Fuck, man. Come on, you know? He doesn't have the best ending. All these life problems right now are just teaching me like, don't give up, man. You know, you're gonna make it someday. Just keep kicking ass, keep kicking ass, go to that weight and fucking curl that 20 pound dumbbell, man. Just keep curling it. Keep curling it, man. Eventually, your muscles are going to grow, man. It's going to pay off in the long run, you know?